It's time. The most listened to show on Sirius XM. The show that will change radio forever. The show that everyone will be talking about. The show starring the most interesting man in the business. Is not this show. Instead, Mike Babchick and his friends are taking you on a trip through the week that was on Mad Dog Sports Radio. They're discussing the biggest stories with the hottest takes from the channel. The week is over, and this is Mike Babchick's Morning After. after. Now, here is everyone's Morning After Regret, Mike Babchick. Okay, terrific. And welcome to Mike Patrick's Morning After, where we listen back to Mad Dog Sports Radio's best commentary of the week, all the gold on the biggest stories in sports and entertainment as Morning After continues to not take over the world. The buzz non-existent, the show critically crapped on. That's right, the show that is on the air for now. Now, you were guzzling down all the programming all week long, so you're a little hungover on this early morning, but I got the perfect cure for you. It's not more cowbell. Say it with me, friends. More clips! More clips! More clips! Clips, 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 I gotta eat it up. Eddie loves when we chant for more clips. We got you covered this hour. We're gonna recap all the happenings of the past week on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so you let me, the lovable loser from Morning Man, the guy you know and guide you through the week that was on Channel 82 with my friends Eddie Erickson, the producer of Mad Dog Unleashed for now. What's up, Eddie? Today. Today. <laughs> <Or> today. <laughs> Eddie Erickson, who has um, really disappointed me this week, as I told him he's one of my role models. He's one of those guys that holds the torch. He's one of the guys that other men look up to in the office. Why? Because he's the one guy I know that is married for this long that still has sex three to four times a week. And he told me this week that it's down to one, maybe twice a month. And I, I, I was so disappointed. If you're not having sex, who's then having no sex? Nobody who's is. Who's having sex? <laughs> no one is. Alex Hardy, you looked up to Eddie Erickson in the bedroom as well, right? That's not a measurement thing. I'm not saying it's a size thing, Alex. Well, Babs, they always say never meet your heroes. And, you know, from wor- for what he's all cracked up to be now that we all know Eddie Erickson. It was a lot better when Eddie was just the poster on our bedroom wall, wasn't he? Instead of John Stark's dunking, I took down that poster. I put Eddie Erickson on. There, Eddie in the bedroom. Uh, we could be heroes and have sex three to four times a week, but not anymore. And Jared Moore, who really looked up to you because he had he's had sex. Uh, well, you know, it's it's a pandemic, right, Jared? That's the reason why. Yeah, that's the reason why I'm not having sex. Well, let's blame COVID for that. <laughs> you would have thought being home as much as I am, it would have gone the other way. It's stalled out. Maybe I need to get back into the city. <laughs> you got to get away. People only miss you when you're gone. You got to go my route. You got to negotiate. You got to, you know, change a microwave and put it up by yourself. You got to <laughs> mow the lawn a little bit, start planting arborvitaes. Next thing you know, you barter, you negotiate, and then you get some relations. How about Mad Dog Chris Russo on uh, Gonzaga? <laughs> What kind of transition was that? There was none. But what a week it was on Mad Dog Sports Radio talking about the NCAA tournament final. Speaking of bartering. Whoa. How about about the the Zags? They're not getting it three to four to time. Wait, they're Mormons, aren't they? No, maybe that's BYU. But the little little school that could could not any longer as Baylor crushed them, crushed them in the championship game. And Doggy was so excited because he's been riding the Gonzaga overrated trade for a long time. And uh, he was happy the morning after the Baylor Bears win the NCAA championship on Mad Dog Unleashed.
Gonzaga yesterday didn't show up. Bottom line is, I think it's fair to say <laughs> Gonzaga was overrated. Shocking. You know, you could tell you could take that unbeaten record and you could you could throw that unbeaten record out the window anyway, because when you win twenty games in a West Coast conference, I can't listen to unbeaten records. Some of the garbage that is in that <laughs> league, I can't Dog hear about God. unbeaten records. And Gonzaga last night had a chance really to put all that behind them. They you know, they had a chance off that some superb win against UCLA and a and a fifty eight percent shooting and the guts they took to get by give them credit. They had a chance, but you had to make that game stick, stick. and they didn't do it. And they <laughs> played horrendously. Let's call it like it is. And I don't want to hear about Gonzaga anymore now. That's over. I don't want to hear another word about Gonzaga. All right, let's talk about Gonzaga, guys, because that's what it's all about. Not another word. Let's talk about Gonzaga. That's what it's all about. I mean, they were they were fraudulent, but it's amazing. Dog only cares about being right. Well, what does Dog think about more than anything? Golf, tennis. The golf to tennis will put into one. The country club activities, books, and torturing Steve Torrey, I think, are the top three right now in his life. and Easily. And he had a huge argument with Steve Torrey about the Zags. And after the Zags got destroyed, Mando Chris Russo demanded something from Steve Torrey that I think you guys are going to find fascinating. Listen to this. I'm still waiting, by the way. I haven't heard it yet. I'm still waiting for my Gonzaga apology. <laughs> Would you like to give me one right now? No. Well, I'm not going to apologize for anything. Why no. should I apologize? No. When I said that no, Gonzaga's no, got to no, prove no, something no, and they haven't no. done anything in 21 years Steve. and enough already, and I said this, this, I don't want no excuses, won a championship this year, and you fought and yelled and screamed. No, the it only turns thing out they got their, they got their asses handed to them no. Monday night. Yeah, they, so I do get an apology? It's, 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 an a, apology? It, it's a big fail. We discussed this yesterday, but our big disagreement big was over fail. the fact that you said that you had nothing to do with building the program. I, like the show. So that, that's... But I also said, no, my, my big point was is that you know I can't get worked up about them making True. the NCAA 21 years in a row. They haven't done anything. That's my point. I could do that. Don Munson did it before Mark Few. And I know John DeClerc, my buddy there, who listens to us every day, said, as Steve issued you an an apology. John DeClerc. Said, has has Steve uh, issued you an apology yet? And I said, no, he has not. So I'm asking on now, the golf so course. Me, yeah, no, uh, no. Are you, you willing to issue me apology? You, you could tell, you could tell him no, and I'll tell you now no. Uh, by the way, uh, tell me about the '83. Uh, don't change the subject. Uh, no, so, so, so I tried. I was trying to find your lead tonight, <laughs> so I thought maybe your lead tonight you can break down the Canada lockdown for the next four weeks. Is that what? Yeah, you're I, lead yeah, I think that's <laughs> that's highly get recommended. Some, I'll go get along. some. Get yeah. some sound from the Prime Minister of Ontario, the uh, the President, wherever he is, yeah. and play that for 26 Only minutes. Only of Ontario. Kill the half hour. I, I think that's, that's, the, yeah. that's the way Alberta. to go. In fact, let me uh, let me tell that to all the guys producing the show, and that should be perfect. Oh. Excellent, excellent suggestion. <laughs> Have some fun. Loosen up a little bit. Jeez. Laugh. Smile. Oh, my God. Yes. You are so uptight. It's not funny. Oh, jeez. You're so uptight. <laughs> See, that was funny. <laughs> funny. Funny. That was funny, you said. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Not funny, funny. All oh right, so God. I insult you to the point where you're crying and planning my death, uh. and I'm just going to keep messing with you over and over and over again until you crack and lose it. Now laugh. Laugh exactly. a little bit. <laughs> Have a little joking. fun. Literally. Oh, my Playing. gosh. I didn't realize that Tori was so into uh, Canadian news in the lockout. Oh, yeah. We had the Rogers Rewind when he was on with the Pat McAfee show every week, and Tori would replay that. Maybe Rogers Center Rewind or the Calgary Callback. Ah, uh, yes. I've run out of Canadian providences. <laughs> providences? <laughs> well, Aren't they pro- 
Wow. Aren't they Providences up there? Providence would be in uh, Rhode Island. In Rhode Island, yes. You're thinking of Providence. (laughs) I may be. But Doggy, he says that this uh, guy, uh, Andrew DeClerc, whatever this guy's name was, on the golf course, he's really turning to Mad Dog Chris Russo right before they tee off and goes, you got that apology yet from Steve Torrey? What did that happen? (laughs) Did that really happen? Did that that happen? No way. (laughs) Unless Dog surrounds himself with just yes men who love Doggy so much. Like, hey, you know, I know what could put Dog in a good mood. I'll bring up this Torrey apology. Hey, I couldn't even sleep last night. Is Steve Torrey going to apologize to you about the sads or not? Stop stealing my material. (laughs) I come up with lists every night. Things I could do to distract him from me or get him on another topic. And Steve Torrey's right at the top. It's not me, so that's a win. Eddie, who do you have today? Uh, Well, I have. Has Torrey apologized to you yet? Did you hear his open last night? Oh, my God. (laughs) Did you you hear hear about how many interviews he replayed? Jeez, it's only an hour show. God, have an opinion. Willie, tell me more. <laughs> tell me more. Next thing you know, totally forgot that you didn't have a guest book on a Thursday. I mean, that's perfect. Oh, boy. There. Now, nice. who in life are you waiting for an apology from? Is there anybody out there that you're waiting for that apology? Now, I did that step already in GA. I made all my apologies. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, I, I, made, I made all the apologies I'm going to make. That's it. I'm not apologizing to anyone. Well, at, this point, at, this, at this point, I want some apologies. <laughs> I want Khloe Kardashian to apologize for that unedited picture she released. How's that? We're now shaming her. I thought she might have looked better in the unedited version. I like that. Well, she has very nice birthing hips, I noticed. Yes, huh. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> you know, nice and loose. Everything's fine down there. All right. My wife is looking for an apology from the foul. That's the friend and listener to Morning Men who uh, sent this week to my house in a nice box some wine, which was great and all, and some high noons, mm. which I love, and a penis enlargement pump, which it takes batteries. I'm concerned uh, what kind of ba- about that. What, what kind of what kind of batteries? Some it's electric. Required. It was one of the circle ones, the silver thing. The little, oh, the, little, the lithium. Yes. The fact that you actually knew that it wasn't just a standard battery or you didn't even just no, make something up. It wasn't working. If you, were, if you were lying, you would have said, oh, double A, you know, whatever. No. But the fact that you had said one of the little ones means you actually checked. You what? actually <laughs> want to use this thing. I do, and, I, and I'm pretty sure it's used. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it came used. I open up the box. Oh, it came used? Uh, I open up the box. It had a shopping bag. Like you get at the supermarket. So everything was placed back in. I still, I gave it to the wife. I left it with the plates. She's going to wash them. You know, wow. you know, you just throw that thing in the dishwasher. But yeah, the battery's not working. There's a lot of things in life you don't want to share. Toothbrush, dental floss, penis pumps got to be right at the top of that. Yes. I would think that's pretty high up, but um, <laughs> I'm going to put it lower in the list because I'm going to be about to do it. <laughs> Look, when you are my size, something like that comes in the mail. You know what that is? That's hope. But also, a bunch of old Playboy magazines, which were fantastic. What year were the Playboys? Playboys were about in the 80s. I have a whole collection in 90s. I got everything from like 91 or 92 on from my dad when he started. You can watch the evolution of the nether region. It's fascinating. Wow. Yes, it's coming to Discovery Channel soon. The evolution (laughs) of the nether region. I can't wait till that hits Netflix. <laughs> There'll be a documentary on that. Talk about worth binging, finally. <laughs> I'd watch. I w- I, that I would watch. The evolution of the nether region. Quick, call Netflix. <laughs> it's a four-part series. They recommend it. Now, the big apologies in the world should be the celebrity who first wore skinny jeans. Like, why? What were you doing? And any of these people who go to a gym wearing leggings. Like, how could that be a look? So whoever created that needs to say sorry. Now, a bab check never says sorry. My wife's never done it to me since turning into a bab check. And I'll tell you, I would never apologize. But if I did, I would apologize for stealing money from uh, my prom date who passed out. I'd apologize to my children for using their piggy bank savings to pay for food delivery. I'd apologize to my father for having him find out that I was arrested 
in the newspaper. But I would never apologize. Oh! Yeah! Oh! Yes! Oh! Yes! Yes! That was awesome. All right. Now, how about Steve Torrey on Mad Dog Daily? Now, he's really a play-by-play guy at heart, right? He does the Sunday drive. And I know that's not play-by-play, but he does such a great job. He's always able to describe what's going on as we listen in radio. He's got a great way to put it all together. So here is Steve Torrey describing the call for the final shot between the Zags and UCLA, which obviously allowed the Zags to go forward in the finals. Listen to this. Uh, I thought Nance nailed it with the call. And then you have, you know, you have Raftery saying, you know, the onions with the kiss. You know, that's his expression. Onions, of course, we know. And then the kiss off the glass. What are they, Steve? I thought, I thought it was pretty good. I mean, excellent, actually. They nailed it. Or are they carrots? I mean, you know, onions are onions, as we all know. And, well, the kiss would be, well, that's the kiss. So it's onions and kiss. If you're not going to explain it, <laughs> then just let it be onions and kiss. The guy's got balls. Say balls and off the glass. Say balls. Well, the onions are the onions. Say onion. it. No, I actually think they're onions. I don't know what's happening here. And what's the kiss? Oh, that was beautiful. You know, on Morning Man, we did a whole thing on the backboard swish. See, I think a basketball can hit the glass, and if it goes in clean, it's still a swish. It's just the backboard of it is. swish. And that's exactly what happened. We had a backboard swish, which was beautiful in that game, but did it mean anything? The answer is no. In fact, could you say that the Zag season was a failure, or would you still say it's a success? That's a question we asked and talked about on Morning Man with Devin Cohen and Mike Papchick weekdays, 6 and 9 a.m. Eastern time. This season for Gonzaga, I think it was successful, but I don't know if it's the complete success. I also think the reality is they probably have maxed out. If they were named Kentucky, Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, I think I am looking at this in a way that probably is not fair because I'm still treating them like the little kid. Like, hey, the the new kid's on the block here with the Zags. This was the year that they had to win it all. You had COVID cancellations all over the place. You had teams that weren't playing full schedules. You had Blue Bloods that didn't even make the NCAA tournament, like, of course, Duke. You had other Blue Bloods that weren't as good. Then you have an undefeated Gonzaga team with Mark Few, who's supposed to be one of the best in the world, with a guy in Jalen Suggs who everyone loves. You've been loving him forever, who obviously is going to go to the NBA and be a star. This is the best player they've ever had. They had one challenge with UCLA. They get over it. They hit a miraculous shot, historic shot that will be seen forever. A three-pointer to put him in the championship game, and they got annihilated. When you're the favorite the entire time, when you're an undefeated team, when you're this Zag team and know that this is your year where everything broke right for you and you don't win, you're a failure. And Mark Few is a failure. Wow, Babs. I'll wow. tell you, I, I, that actually sounded like it made a lot of sense. That sounded like a coherent sports point. I don't like, know what the hell happened. What the hell were we just <laughs> listening to? I won't let that happen again. Now, what was your year? This is the year where my life is just going to take off. Now, clearly it didn't because we're all here together on a Saturday morning. But what was the year where you were like, this is it. Everything's working out, and I'm going to the top of the mountain. I thought it was this year, to be honest. I thought it was this year. <laughs> well, that I, didn't I really, happen. Well, wait a minute. I thought I had the stock market figured out this year. I swear. I finally figured it out. And then what you happened? You lived it with me. You got beat and by the Baylor Bears. You got all gone. By the all gone. Oh, my God. All gone. This time a year ago, I thought I was on top of the world somebody asked me to be on a weekend show for mad dog <laughs> i realized what that weekend wow. show was who i was with and, and you got beat here, by the bear bears a year later 
<laughs> That's pretty amazing. Jared, was there every year in life where you were like, this is going to be a good year for me, or does every January 1 start with, oh, crap, another year? Well, <laughs> now every January 1 starts that way. Probably, I understand like, now. <laughs> probably that first year out of high school, you have a car. You don't have to go to school anymore. You know, you're 18 years old. You got, oh, that's pretty you got good. life by the cojones. And then, you know, I you guess. fast forward 20 years later and you're doing morning after with Mike Babchek. You know, guys, what happened there was Jared said uh, cojones, which um, cojones it's, are. It's, they're cojones <laughs> is what they are. And they're and onions. Jared, um, not, not they're onions. But like, like and, a vegetable. Uh, what he did there was also he gave a little kiss, which. Yeah, I wouldn't want to kiss him. I mean, would you? Triple eight, <laughs> Mad Dog Six, eight eight six two three three six four six. It's not very nice of Steve. Number to call. <laughs> no, that wasn't very nice of Steve. Your best year was uh, wasn't that with Beth in the bathroom, right? Well, you have a lot. Your best year, cruising for prostitutes in your three hundred ZX. Was it three hundred ZX? Yes, it was. That was a great oh, moment. Yeah, that was my Nissan three hundred ZX nineteen eighty six. That if you watch the HBO documentary Peeping Tom's at the Point, or just you know no, Tom's it, at the it, Point, it, what was it called? I don't think I don't. It was not Peeping Tom's. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, there, was nothing, documentary there was nothing about, that. about peeping toms in this. I went back and looked for it. You're right it. about that. I'm, I'm pretty it's, sure it was called Hookers at the Point. It was called Hookers at the Point. You're right. I'm in <laughs> about you keep t- putting <laughs> peeping toms. I don't know. Why would they make a documentary about us weirdo peeping toms? <laughs> I don't know, but that's what I was, No, just Hookers at the Point. About 12 minutes in, you see my car cruising around looking for Hookers at the Point, hence the title. When you say Bethany in the bathroom, are you referring to the time she was in the bathroom with a guy from Denny's that wasn't me? Even though we were dating and the guy only bought her a plate of fries and away they went to the bathroom? If so, I wouldn't exactly say that was my year. All right, how about Adam Shine? You know what his year is? Every year, because every year is the best year in the 16-year history shot on sports. (laughs) Isn't that something? What a streak he has where each show is better than the last. (laughs) Undefeated. For 16 years. It's it's incredible. All right, here's Shine with his thoughts on Baylor and Gonzaga. He loved Gonzaga all along throughout the college basketball season. Him? At least, at least when he, yeah, or at least when he started caring in March. <laughs> like the rest now, of us. As someone who referred to this NCAA <laughs> tournament as the Gonzaga Invitational, as someone who said oh. pre-NCAA tournament, Gonzaga, 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 Gonzaga. Wow. That was a stunning, grotesque, no-show, nightmarish disappointment <laughs> oh. from grotesque. Gonzaga. Baylor smoked him. A lot of adjectives. Punched him in the face. Smoked him, punched him, punched him. Outplayed him in every possible way. And I I feel sick. I do. I feel sick for sick. I feel sick for the players. I feel sick for Mark Few. I I feel sick sick. for all the Gonzaga fans. Come on, I feel sick for anyone who had Gonzaga. He's sick. He's in bed. The dream is dead. Someone get Adam Shine to urgent care immediately. He's got to be rushed in there. I got an emergency. (laughs) Sir, what's wrong? The Zags lost. I'm sick. Save me. Right. I'm sick I, over Gonzaga. I'm, I'm, I'm just in bad shape. You know, is he out of bed yet? I'm concerned. Anything in sports ever make you feel sick? And obviously me and Eddie, we could do countless number of gambling incidents. Then nothing, right? Uh, yeah, I, I'd say that I was about as depressed and sad when uh, I watched Eli Manning beat my Patriots twice. And then by the time I turned oh my God, you're 20 and it fan? happened the second time, I thought, nope, oh. I'm good. Thank Wait a God. You're a Patriot fan? He's from Boston. Have you heard nothing? I thought he was thought from, from California. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. What are you doing God. out there? Jeez, oh Alex, my. I'm the only one that listens to Hardy. You and Evan Cohen, you Patriot fans. You. God, Look at you two. A, to, you a are an all-time bad listener. Don't let the facts get in the way of me and Alex Hardy's relationship. Wow. Yeah, We're you still have to remember close. that I introduced myself friends. no less than three times to Michael Babchik. That's and that was true. after he flew out 3,000 miles just to see me in Los Angeles. <laughs> 
Just that me. is great. I was like, yeah, it's great to meet you. It's like, this is the third time. <laughs> what are we doing over here? But Alex Hardy, a Patriot fan, was going to just tell me that he was upset at Super Bowl loss. Get yep. out of here. You okay. want enough. No, look, I had my moments. I was a huge Devils fan, actually, early on in life. When I was like 14 or whatever, when the Rangers took on the, uh, the Devils, and everybody was a Ranger fan, I became a Devil fan. I went to Madison. Yeah, why not? Yeah, well, I went, to yeah, I went to Madison Square Garden. I started a few chants. Somebody followed me in the bathroom and punched me in the back of the head when I was at the urinal. <laughs> that happened. I was down on the ground, rolling around in urine. It was another game where I was walking out <laughs> as a devil jersey, and someone started throwing change at me, just oh, nailing yeah. me with change. And I, I said, yeah, you think that's cool? I'm picking up every single dime, every single nickel, every single penny. Who got the last laugh now? But I'll tell you, right now, I'm into three things only. Let that's me hear eating, them. that's drinking. And that's having sex. That's it. Eating, drinking, having sex. Two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> really, it's this is this is not good. You better find some other packages. I'm gonna have to. You know what? Stamps. You know, I'll get into. You know what? I'll, I'll start getting into the NFTs. The NFTs. I'll get into those, man. Oh, that seems like go. a lot of fun. Do and you I'll know start what NFTs actually stands for? Yeah, that's what my wife says to me all the time. No effing tonight. None. Yeah! 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 Actually, you should definitely invest all your money in <laughs> NFTs. I was actually trying to sell my fart, and we'll see. So far, I've had no bids, but I'm wow. working on it. <laughs> and my wife's vibrator I'm trying to put up there as well. Just a picture of it. I don't really know how these things work. It's you, can only, you, can, you can only image. <laughs> it's a Google, I'm just going to Google image it, and then we'll, we'll, we'll try to sell it. All right, we got a little no. more to get to right here. My kettle. Morning after is we're going to talk about dog with yo-yo-yo Howard, Shohei Otani, and puke. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's Morning After. Welcome back mm. to the best mm-hmm. hour of radio you will hear this week. If this is the only hour of radio you will hear this week. Mike Babchick's Morning After. Take it away, Babs. Ah, uh, yes. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After yeah. right here on Mad Dog Sports Radio Channel 82 as we recap the week that was with everyone's uh, favorite Morning After regret. That's me, Mike Babchick. At Babchick on Twitter, you can hear me on Morning Man, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern Time, and my friends, Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy, Jared Moore, and all of them are for now. For now. Now, how about Mad Dog Chris Russo? Now, how about him? How about him? How about this week where he went on Howard Stern? That was amazing. If it went poorly, that would have been a rough week for you, Eddie. Am I right? This would have been a disaster. It went almost 100%. He was happy with the appearance, of course. It wouldn't have been a, an Eddie Erickson production without a quick technical issue at the beginning. No video! <laughs> no video! <laughs> it might have been better with no video because Dog looked a mess. I, I really well, did leave. I was surprised. You know the funny thing about that? He actually told me, he goes, I'm going to clean myself up for this. <laughs> Keep cleaning. I don't know what happened. That, that was, was him all... fixed. <laughs> oh my god! I don't want to see him broken. Then I don't want to see that. But yeah, it went real. It went really well overall. Uh, we got some permission from the Stern folks and Larry Longball, Steve Cohen, to play back some of the Stern audio with Dog on Morning Men. And I thought this was the headline of the interview. Dog revealed something perhaps he didn't want to reveal. I probably shouldn't say it, but to you, I will. You know what? I, you know what I occasionally do to mellow out a little bit. The Valium. gummies. Oh, the gummies. gummies. Oh, gummies. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah. Gummies. Wow. The gummies. Uh, See, Howard listens. Really? You know, the gummies. You know, Recall. Yeah. It doesn't Valium. have all the after effects. You take the gummy, and in an hour and a half, you're starving, and you're half in the bag. What the <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> when that you right? say you do the gummy, the I know what you're talking about. And, you know, you do it when you know you got five hours. You're not going to be bothered. No radio to do and everything else. No, you, you, away. you can just, you know, watch a ball game or something. 
Because you're so, you know, you're a high-strung guy. You got a lot of opinions. When you're on weed, do you totally just veg out? Do you become yes. the opposite of Chris Russo yes. on the yeah, radio? You yes, do. Yes, I veg. Yes. I veg. Yes. Will I veg. you ever videotape yourself or no, do a radio do show? Can you I do can it one radio? Veg. Would you come on here I with your gummies? I probably could. I should try that one day. You know that? Yeah. What the hell? Yes. I've never done hell? that. How about I take right. a gummy at about 1.30 in the afternoon and I Go can ahead. do a monologue at 3.05. How about this you and I what... together? We'll do a gummy together. I'll get your gummy. You can put it in your yogurt. You and I on a gummy and for four hours we'd have a ball the two yogurt. of us. For out That's right. Talk about our own so careers. I, I remember back in the day when I did it. You start to feel amorous sometimes. Will you ever say to your wife, listen, I've taken a gummy. I'm nice and relaxed. Ooh. This is it. Let's go. It's, 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 it's bang o'clock. It's not a bad idea. Don't get him, Howard. No, yeah. take, I need a couple for that. Not <laughs> a bad idea, baby. You could still not a bad get it. Idea. You're, yes, you're not sir. an old man. You got a full head of hair. You're fine. It's a good promotion on a dead good day promotion. in the summertime. Yep. And there's nothing going on. Look what they did in the 60s with all the pot and everything else that they did and the heroin and all the <laughs> drugs. Just, oh, oh, my God. God. Very creative. So what the hell? Maybe I'll be more Jeez. creative with the gun. I love how he, how he makes it sound like, you know, it was fine. You could do all that stuff. You could do the heroin in the 60s. You're fine. Unless, you know, you died. There's a lot of these great creative people that died <laughs> unless of the it goes drugs. Wrong. No, everything was fine. No, I mean, there was some great people that we lost because of the drugs. Ah, it's totally good, man. You take it. We talk about our old careers. I don't want to hear these two high talking about their careers. I want something completely different. Doggy is willing to take the gummy and do Mad Dog Unleashed. Let's have a gummy day where all the shows take the gummies. I'm not sure the gummies even work because I've taken them a few times. I have, man. And, and I don't. I think my gummy supplier is actually selling me just gummy bears. I really it might do. actually be. That's the problem. Also, like you, when you take it when you're 12 beers in. Oh, is know, that why? I don't know. Damn it. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That's why I think in mine, you know, oh. don't. That's why I'm yep. thinking they don't work for me, but it also it's like it's delicious chocolate. Like I think people are giving me Toblerone. Same effect. Nothing but good chocolate. But <laughs> I, and I love how dogs like, and I need a couple hours to just relax and watch a ball game. You, you know, do other, that already, other... dog. Don't you have anything else to do besides watch sports? <laughs> Take these and I and I veg, I veg, I veg. I don't think he knows what veg means. I think he's no. sticky, he eats vegetables. No. I have uh, a piece he, of celery. No, he doesn't know. I have a carrot, and I veg, I veg. Let me set the scene here. Doggy takes the gummy at 1 o'clock. He's in just the right frame of mind at 3 o'clock when the show starts. And then we get unfiltered dog. But nothing would change. Like 258, he'd ask, uh, Eddie, I'm, I'm high as hey, a kite. What's the lead? What's, what's the, lead? the lead? Okay, this is exactly I, the same, I, then. That's the I same. Guess we start with my gummy. I'll, you know, I'll do the gummy in 15 minutes. We'll do that before <laughs> the calls here. But I do want to start with the Reds. And Cincinnati. <laughs> I don't think anything changes. I don't think one thing changes. Maybe it gets a little more goofy with Steve Torrey. You don't think we get on filtered dog? I think we already get on filtered dog. Maybe some things we would notice, though. Like, he would probably say Battle the Bulge 87 times in a row. Or he'll keep changing every commercial break. He'll have six different turtlenecks on in a matter of 30 minutes. He'll laugh at the entire 1903 championship game, even though he would probably do that already. You know, he'll eat a roll and leave even more crumbs, which is something he does without the edible. I've seen him eat a long roll from the middle, like a a hero roll. Like he was eating a piece of corn on the cob. It was crazy. When I was at his house this week, he actually gave me a bag of Teddy Grahams. <laughs> he loves those snacks. <laughs> what adult has Teddy Grahams in the house if they don't have like small children? They're still good, even though it is a little weird thinking about Doggy talking about, uh, you know, the 1964 Celtics. Uh, hold on a second. Let me dunk my dunkaroo here. Eddie, you Teddy better Grimms. keep doing a bang up job for Dog. And one of these days you're getting a Lunchable. <laughs>
<laughs> oh, yeah. Put the work in, though. How many Lunchables could you eat after uh, a few gummies? <laughs> what about the cold pizza version where you just put some cold tomato sauce, a little cheese on a cracker? <laughs> disgusting. You ate the uh, first one plain, and then you had double toppings for the next one. It was oh, awesome. yes, God. Prison food is what it is. I'm eating a cold pizza, and I'm supposed to get excited? Well, yeah, because I have a Capri Sun with it, so it's actually pretty awesome. There was so much great stuff from this dog and Howard, but this one I thought was so strange. I don't know why Dog decided to go here, but this is where Dog went. Do you think of the end? Do you think, oh, yeah. my God? Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> Constantly. I do, too. I do, too. What, what about you? You want to be buried or you want to be cremated? <laughs> my father was cremated. Um, <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, Thanks. You know, I, I hadn't that. thought of it. Uh, is it? I, you know, I, I guess <laughs> I I'm going to be old-fashioned and still be buried, huh? Don't you think so? Why do I'm you going in. I'm, what do you mean? Don't I'm being serious. I would think about that. Do you ever read about these guys? They wake up in the morgue. They're actually alive. <laughs> you know how many people we'll big, in history must have been buried alive? Want to be above ground with a casket that Just opens. in case. Just, <laughs> just in case. case. Do you know they say, if you read about this, you can't think about your own demise for more than 10 or 15 seconds. Not bad. The human brain can't stay with it. It's so upsetting. It's so weird. Is that true? Is that accurate? Wow. Oh, really? Wow. That's true. No, that's the challenge today. To that think is about true. your demise. I already, I've done this. I'm going to put it on a clock. I think I could last Why a little longer. Uh, I call BS because I constantly think about my demise, and this show runs an hour. So it's <laughs> categorically wrong. Yeah, you know, I'll probably be buried. Don't you think so, Howard? Like, Howard's been thinking of what's going to happen when Dog dies and where he'll be, in the ground or cremated. Why would the king of all media have an opinion on whether you should be buried or not? Dog's an old-school guy, so as a, a connoisseur of history, you'd think Dog would even go further, like entombed. Well, like, like, like mummification? I mean, you think about the burials of yesteryear were much better than the burials today. I mean, they, oh, they, had, something, they had something special there. I read a book about <laughs> the, uh, the mummy tombs, and that's the way we're going to go. Jeannie, set it up. Get the, the uh, ace bandage out. Roll me up here. <laughs> and let's get going. I have plenty bandage. of that for my, for my tennis elbow. And so we're going we're gonna to put me in the ground like a mummy. I love also Howard thinks like, yeah, just in case they're wrong. But even if they are wrong, are you just jumping out of that tomb and going to a strip club? Like, you're still probably in really bad shape if they thought you were dead for three days. <laughs> and they put you in the ground. <laughs> All right, how about the Pat McAfee show with Pat McAfee? Is that how they got the name of that show? Huh. We always call him a football guy. Maybe he's a baseball guy, too. He's a baseball guy. Here he's talking about could, Shohei could Otani. Be. Could be. Listen to this. Weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time right here on Channel 82. There's a motherfucker in baseball Whoa. right now. That Whoa. is Language. Awesome. There's a guy playing baseball right now for the Angels. Yes. Here's a pitcher that can really pitch, awesome. but he can also really hit. Mm -hmm. And I always wondered from outside of baseball, how come these pitchers oh, can't hit? It God. feels like the pitcher should have an advantage because you know what the ball is hey. doing. Well. I guess to be great at pitching, you have to focus fully on pitching. And then to be good at hitting, I guess it's the same thing. There's a fucking guy now. Oh, there's a guy. Yeah. Throwing 100, the fastest swing of the bat and hit on a ball. One dude. Almost. Fastest pitch. Same dude. Shohei Otani. Yeah. This guy's going to be baseball for a long time. He's going to be baseball. He's baseball. He's not doing both of them at the highest level. Oh. He did it for three <laughs> innings, and then he got Thank you. out at the yeah. plate. He did each one at the highest level for one little snapshot. How many great baseball players 
were the best pitcher on their team and they converted them or vice versa. Well, it's interesting you bring that up because we had a conversation about Otani on Morning Man with Devin Cohen and Mike Babchick weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern time. The guy's overrated. Don't oh, all ball we players. Go. Well, don't all players pitch and hit. Thank you. Thank you. They're all conditioned you. to do that. Oh, uh, stop it, Mike. Yes. Come on. You got to be kidding uh, me. You know who this guy is, Shohei Otani? He's Ryan Coletti. You know who Ryan Coletti is? Who? You want to picture my son Joey's Little League Baseball team. Worse. I watched him yesterday. <laughs> At practice, he's great. He plays both positions. And unlike Otani, the kid doesn't get hurt. Ryan he got a quality start. Great name. What a name. Otani's like so overrated. They all Who do paid this. you off to mention his name? Is dad, mom? No, this kid's the best. Uh, Joey's on a baseball team where he's the second worst kid, which is great. It's great, man. There's a kid that's worse than him. He's so funny. Very he ran important. to first base yesterday and started doing the floss dance. I was cracking up. I had mean, never seen it like this. Is it then he was in the outfield. He was dancing. He's a good Did dancer. you say quacking up? And he was doing. And then he was spinning around in the outfield singing. I think he was Maybe. singing the weekend. He swung all the way quack, around quack. when he was up. And when he put him to second base, he was throwing his hat in the air and trying to catch it. I mean, yes, this is great. That's like Joey's looking in the, the mirror. For Joey's you. not the worst. I love it. No, that was me. I was dancing. You're I, the only father of a little league kid that goes to the games to watch another kid. Yes. Now, I didn't film the kid, but I almost picked up my phone and filmed it, but his, his parent was too close to me. But, yeah, all I was doing was watching this other guy. I miss Joey. And Joey, apparently, when he came back, he's like, you see what happened? I'm like, yeah, no, you were great out there. He's like, you didn't see it? Not what? I guess when he was running for a foul ball, his hat flew off. There was wind, and he stopped to go and pick up his hat. Didn't even watch it. I was just staring at this other kid. <laughs> like, instead of going for a foul ball, he went for his hat. <laughs> yeah, and the ball got by him in the outfield. Then he turned around. The wind, I guess, hit him. Hat flew off, and he went back to pick up his hat. And his coach told me that, too. Like, on the way out, he's like, tell Joey the hat doesn't matter in the game. The hat doesn't matter. <laughs> the hat doesn't matter. <laughs> this is some team we're on. It's embarrassing to have the worst kid. You always want to be at least not the worst kid. <laughs> even, exactly. if you're the, even if you're Joey <laughs> yeah, and you're the obviously. second to worst kid, it doesn't matter. All eyes are always on the worst kid. I've been a parent of the worst kid on the team. I know we want to be accepting, and but at your core, you're just embarrassed. Yeah. You're telling me. A year or two ago, I was at a game for my son, and I watched him swing 39 times and miss 39 times in a row. In one at-bat, they would not end the at-bat. Oh, no. 39 oh, swings. Oh, was, at that point, you just intervene. Go out, get him out. That's All right, we're done. That's 15 strikeouts in one at-bat. I mean, it's <laughs> insanity. That previous story you heard on Morning Men was about the practice. This next story you're going to hear that was on Morning Men with Devin and Babs was the actual game. Listen to this. Our pitcher out there, he hit the first battery faced, then he hit the second battery faced, then he hit the third battery faced. Was, was then I he the looked pitcher? at the coach and asked to be... T- <laughs> you did six in a row, right? He looked six at the and coach and asked... Six one inning. Yeah. All right. First four batters he hit. <laughs> the bases were loaded. We're down one nothing. Now, Joey was at third base. Ball goes to shortstop. They're screaming the place to third. My son ran towards the shortstop. They touched gloves. He turned back around. Everybody's yelling, go back to third. He ran back to third. And as he's running, the shortstop throws the ball to third, hits Joey in the back. I, one of the greatest plays I've ever seen in my life. Forget about Kurt Gibson going around doing the thing. I've never seen it. He ran to the shortstop who picked up the ball. They touched gloves. Like, I, why? I don't know. But they touched the gloves. The gloves touched. Then he turned around. Then the kid threw it without waiting for him to get back. Hit him in the back. Oh Amazing. You, good luck duplicating that. Then the next inning, Joey was out in the field, and uh, the ball was hit to him. And I look at Joey. The ball's coming, and Joey's just looking up in the air. So he misses the ball. The ball bounces, goes right by him. Just looking up. When he got back to the dugout, I'm like, what, what happened there? He said the tree was moving. The tree was moving. Joe, trees move. <laughs> this is not breaking news. 
What do you mean? It wasn't oh, like, you know, getting God. in a U-Haul and moving. Then I see a pizza guy walking around the field with two pies. And I'm actually like yelling. I actually yelled. There's a pizza guy walking around. Like, anybody order pizza? I'm like, what the hell is going on here, man? Can you bring, be more of a distraction? My son's looking at the pizza guy. Pizza guy left. Then I get I second phone calls on my, uh, on my phone. Turns out the pizza was for me. That's uh, Brendan from South Dakota ordered me pizza. <laughs> But you didn't do it. You got to talk to UConn Al, the foul father. Oh, my God. If you're going to order me pizza, you you... he found the field online or something, and he Googled it. That was my pizza. I, mean, I saw the pizza guy. It was my pizza. I was joking oh around God. about, oh, man, who orders pizza to a game? Oh it turned out it was my pizza. I would have eaten the pizza on the field. Oh so I got all God. these calls. They're all angry at me. They're pissed off. We don't know where you are. We went to a field. Please call us back. This is absurd. The guy's been walking around forever. He went to a oh different address. God. I had pizza waiting for me. What the hell is happening? So I'm like, all right, I'm on my way. Hold the pizza. So we get in the car. I'm like, Joe, this is good. All right, we'll get some pizza. I look at Joe. He's just staring at me. I'm like, what's going on? You good? You had a big hit today. You proud? I'm feeling proud. And he goes, I think I'm going to throw up. I'm like, oh, my God. Hold on, we gotta get pizza. What the hell is happening? I go inside and get the freaking pizza. I got another one. There's the pies. Get back in the car. I drive home. The second I got home, Joey vomits all over the place. Throws oh up on the God. living room floor. <laughs> <laughs> all right, a lot more to get to right here on Mike Patrick's morning after. As we're gonna talk about flights, fools, and feathers. That's all coming up next right here on Mike Babchick's morning after. Welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After. He's the reason why the pill was invented. Just ask his parents. Back to everyone's favorite regret, Mike Babchick. <laughs> ah, yes, welcome back to Mike Babchick's Morning After right here on Channel 82, mm. Mad Dog Sports Radio, as we recap the week that was with Eddie Erickson, producer of Mad Dog Unleashed. For now, Alex Hardy and Jared Moore. How about Patrick Mawan, the rap weeknight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. He's all over the NFL draft. There's some exciting things happening at the top. We all know the first three, right? Mac Jones is going to the Niners. I'm telling you, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. Zach Wilson's going to the Jets, and of course, I guess Trevor Lawrence will go to the Jaguars. But what about (laughs) number four? That's what Patrick honed in on this week on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The idea that the new general manager in Atlanta wants to draft a quarterback and the new head coach in Atlanta, Arthur Smith, likes Matt Ryan. And I happen to agree with the head coach, Arthur Smith, because... If, if I just told you one, two, three goes quarterback, that's right. Arthur if you're Smith Atlanta is the coach. and the new general manager, you're essentially <laughs> saying, that too. I'll take the fourth yeah. one on the board. But the idea that you're going to pick four after three are taken in a 45, okay, we'll call it 50-50 proposition, that is hitting on a quarterback from the start, that's a reach. That is a reach. Now, that's, 100%. The, big, that's yeah. the big board. What is the Babs big board of birds? Are Falcons even in the top four? Well, how would I know what your big board is? I, I feel like you need to tell us what your big board is. <laughs> That's a great yeah, what's, point. What's on and your big bird? <laughs> That's a great point. All right, Babs, big board of birds. Big bird, Larry Bird. Dog's favorite band, The Birds. The bird on the uniform at Hooters. And one more. Bud Adams and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Flipping the bird. Flipping. There you go. Yeah, that's a reach. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and speaking of birds, how about the gobbledygooker? <laughs> How about Steve Torrey, the program director? Steve Torrey, of course, host of Mad Dog Daily. That's right. You know, he called into JT the Brick. Brick at night, 
And Steve was not happy. Listen to this. Look at this. The judge, Steve Torrey of Mad Dog. Steve, thanks for calling in. How upset are you? Are you like me with that Yankee loss? Yeah, I'm pissed off about the Yankees, JT. But, but honestly, it's actually not even why I'm calling right now. Explain to me what the hell is going on here with this Mike and the OC and this trip that you've got planned. What, what is this exactly? I don't think that UCLA can win and beat Gonzaga. So Mike, who you know calls all the shows, Steve, he called in and I said if the Bruins win, that I would buy him and his he and his wife round trip airfare, put him up in Vegas for one night oh. on me, and that would be my way How to nice. take care of Mike in the OC. I don't think the Bruins Sounds are like going to win. Deal. But... That's great, JT. But yeah, that's cool. I mean, you ever think that you got to go through certain protocols? It's not the Wild West where you could just make arrangements on your own to like fly people around. You know, through what we do. Wait, stop the tape. It's not the Wild West where you could just fly people around. They had planes in the Wild Wild West. Did they put the horse in carry-on? I didn't know that. You may continue. JT, you've been in radio how long? 30 years. You should know this stuff. Are you, I mean, are you kidding me? Steve, you got to be kidding me. I just started off the show. You're ambushing me. You could have called me earlier today all day or when you finished up your award-winning show earlier in the day. All I, <laughs> I did like was the awards. Exactly. I, I, Mike and the OC called not in. So subtle, I offered him something. I didn't, ask, I didn't ask the company for any money. I didn't ask you for a plane ticket. I didn't ask you for a company credit card. I didn't think it was a big deal, and now I'm getting my balls busted in my monologue as we're Whoa. talking Yankees, and you're calling in. Oh, I don't think in it's the a big deal. You know how yeah. I treat the callers. He's a loyal caller, Steve. Yeah, he's a loyal caller, JT, but you don't you don't uh, just make up your own rules. Uh, and, and you, you know, without, without our consent <laughs> and the guys that I report to, I mean, you think they're going to be pleased with this? Steve, I don't want to get in an argument. You're my boss. I don't want to do this here, but I don't think I did anything bad by offering up one of our listeners out of my pocket. We have Southwest Airlines here. The round-trip airfare for him and his wife will be 190 bucks. Hey, we got gold. that here, What's too. What deal? is this? Yeah, uh, it, it just surprises me. I mean, you know, it's I'm, I'm actually stunned you didn't use, use your head. Really? I, 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 it's, it's mind-boggling to me. But, but you know, go, do, do your little show here. Wait, wait, I get what you are. You're on, supposed your to be on Sunday. Show. Yeah, we'll yeah. see how that goes. <laughs> wow, Tori was hot, man. That was unbelievable. Tori was so pissed off with JT the Brick. Tori with the little show dig. JT the Brick with the award-winning Steve Tori program. Wow, fire. Southwest Airlines is apparently only for Las Vegas. JT talking about flying Mike in the OC into Vegas, but what about me? I would love to fly to Vegas. Let's get on that backyard brick. And then JT the Brick told the world that was an April Fool's Day joke. That was good. That Whoa, was really he good. got everybody. Now, I was listening to that again and I almost got caught. How about Steve Torrey, uh, the actor there, who seems so hot. What is Steve Torrey's next role <laughs> now that he's done the JT the Brick uh, monologue bit? Uh, I got him in the uh, Pineapple Express too. <laughs> he'll take on, he'll, he'll take on uh, James Franco role as yep. uh, Saul, the drug dealer. Well, <laughs> well, who, whose dog going to be when he's midway through a gummy and they're on another adventure. <laughs> uh, dog and Tori go to White Castle. So I, I, I want Tori and Dog to be in the next version of Breaking Bad. Can you picture those two out in the desert in an RV? Saying, you know, they, they actually just get lost. There's no GPS. Making, they're looking at a gummies. map. Yeah, they're looking at a map. Dog's in his underwear. How do we get here, Steve? I'm lost. Go ask that uh, guy they always talk about. Uh, what is he? Heinz Ward? Berg. Great wide receiver. Heard he's a good cook, too. <laughs> Now, I wasn't into that um, April Fool's Day thing, and, and there was a reason why. We discussed that on Morning Man with Evan Cohen and Mike <laughs> Babchik. You know, yesterday she came downstairs, and everyone was upstairs. I, they were watching Elf at the time, which is, I think, a little odd. But she said, hey, uh, want me to do something to you? I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. I was shocked. She said, yeah, it's dangerous with my mom upstairs. They could show up any minute, so hurry up. And she always loves danger. So I was like, all right, great. 
So I, I dropped my pants, took my shirt off, and I'm just standing there naked. And she got on her knees, and she looked up at me and said, April Fool's Day. <laughs> and, and now you know why I don't like April Fool's Day. <laughs> That's not funny. Sounds pretty funny. I was butt naked. <laughs> Everything well, was off. perspective. She was there. She was right there. I mean... <laughs> She's in the catcher position. I mean, Gary Sanchez, right there, right there. <laughs> uh, that's not funny. And now, now you understand why the last, you know, a couple oh hours my I've God. been very anti-April Fool's Day. Out. You've, I'm yeah. like, why are you so anti-April Fool's pranks? They're so funny. I, every year she does something to me. When we lived back in, we lived in an apartment in, in New Rochelle, New York, that we got thrown out of for fighting. We lived with the landlord. They, they kicked us out within three months. There was so much yelling. It was April Fool's Day one year. She did the old where I, I don't know, go to the bathroom. I take a piss. Next thing you know, there's pee everywhere. Why? So, she cellophane the toilet <laughs> with the saran wrap. Well, how is that funny? Let's say I Cell did a flame. number two. Who's cleaning that? <laughs> Who would clean that? <laughs> that didn't that flammable, I, I, clear plastic. What is Every that? year, this woman messes up on April Fool's Day. One year, she put a fake mouse in the microwave. I dropped my plate. The plate broke. That's pretty funny. That's not funny. Like, that oh, isn't God. funny. Another year, uh, I go to the sink. I want to wash my hands. I put on the water. I'm sprayed right in the face because she put a rubber band on the hose thing. Right in the face. <laughs> These are, I don't like being proud. <laughs> you love that? Oh, my God. But the rubber band, you know that extra oh thing. I'm just getting squirted, and it takes you so long to realize what's going on because you instinctively you reach the handle. But why am I still getting wet? You can't figure it out. In oh the moment. Yeah, I don't like April Fool's Day. I mean, I like what JT did there. That was pretty good. But, you know, the whole idea of just messing with someone like, you know, wrapping that, as you say, sell a flame, um, Eddie, or maybe as I said. Really? You. So I'm just going to crap all over the place. That's funny. That's, that, that, that's a funny. Hilarious. Who gets to clean that up? Yeah. And don't mess with me when I'm thinking, you know, <laughs> you're going downtown. Oh, my God. That's just not I'm right. I'm with you. I hate April Fool's Day. I don't. I would never prank someone, and I don't like to be pranked. Like I react very poorly to those things. I know, shocker. <laughs> well, you reacting poorly to something? No, no way, no yeah. way man. Uh, cool. And, you I know. do not like. I just do not like that. Time now for my favorite moment of the show. It's the dog mess of the week. And this week, dog didn't make a lot of messes. I mean, what a week! It was on with Howard Stern, but there was a mess that I talked about on Morning Men this week with Evan Cohen and Mike Babchuk. Yes, Jared. Another Morning Men clip. Yesterday, my wife and my kids left the house to do something. They left me and uh, baby little Billy Babs, uh, little BJ Babs. So I'm eating lunch. I'm not looking at him. He's in the kitchen playing with the pots and stuff because I figure, you know, one-year-olds, they really don't need toys. Pots. Pots. So he has a lot of fun in the kitchen. He's playing with pots. And then I'm listening to him. The pots stop making noise. I'm not looking at him. I'm facing the other way. And I hear, like, he's splashing, almost like he's in the bathtub. And I turn around, and I notice this giant puddle of water. So I get up. I'm like, oh, my God, man. This is uh, this guy's just playing in water. Where did all this water come from? No, and then I look closely. Well, no, I noticed an empty bottle of, and I was like, wait, what? It was extra virgin <laughs> olive oil. My son knocked over <laughs> olive oil. I wasn't paying attention. I'm eating my salami sandwich. Oh, and a giant puddle, and he was covered in oil. So I didn't know what to do. I'm sitting there thinking, do I film it? Do I, I, I got I to gotta do, do something here. Do I film here. it? That's what was my thought. Not let me put him in the bath immediately and wash him off? Do I film it? Well, then he tried to stand up, immediately (laughs) slipped on the oil. He's splish-splashing in oil. He's just rolling around in oil. Reminding me of a strip club in Montreal back in the day, the oil wrestling. It was wild. This baby is just covered in oil now, rolling around in oil. 
I have to pick him up. I finally took him over the bath. I gave him my first. I've never given this kid a bath. So this is father now Billy gets his really, first bath. Father. I don't do that stuff. That's just not me. And then I used an entire paper towel. It's still slippery. It was so bad. It was so traumatic <laughs> for both of us that Scott Messina came over right as this was happening after the bath. <laughs> he saw Billy Babs was passed out on my floor while I was cleaning. I think he was traumatized. Scott, Scott yeah. you were there for this? Uh, I was there for the aftermath, as Mike said. He was like, come here, come here. You got to look at this. I walk over, and <laughs> Billy is, is, is <laughs> belly down. Uh, he stepped uh, over. He's just on the yeah. floor, face down. And then he brings me into the kitchen, and I just see all the paper towels on the floor. <laughs> the, the olive oil bottle is, like, half empty. And there's a bunch of paper towels already in the trash can. And the best part about it is Mike was, like, two feet away from this happening. He wasn't, like, in the other room. He was, he was right there. And he didn't <laughs> he just wasn't anything. paying he attention. Just was completely not skull. paying attention. Yeah, not facing, at all. I was facing the other way. So <laughs> there it is. The I was Wait, so Scott, <laughs> as you see Mike's one-year-old face down in olive oil on a kitchen floor, do you laugh or are you concerned? Like, are you calling Child Protective Services? What are you doing in that spot? <laughs> I laughed at the oil story. I was a little troubled by Billy face down on the living room floor and, and then mike goes you don't touch a sleeping baby and that's why he left him <laughs> oh my god there's enough oil on him right now that i take a crusty piece of bread and i rub a little garlic clove on his shoulder and i and i just sweet i'm getting i'm eating garlic bread i picked him up when i first picked him up he was swimming in oil all right he was like doing the backstroke he couldn't get up i picked him up he slipped right out of my hands right out to the floor he oh slipped right god. out this is so much olive oil i've never he was covered head to toe eyes hair Olive oil. That's it. And Steve Torrey, how do we do uh, this week? So that's, uh, we, we made it. Uh, yeah, woohoo. This is Steve Torrey coming at you here on Mad Dog Sports Radio. Ah, oh, yes. Another episode of Mike Patrick's Morning After in the books for Eddie Erickson, Alex Hardy. Nothing, nothing you want to say to me at all? Nothing? Uh, happy birthday? Yeah, there you go. I, I, I knew it. I remembered the whole time. I was waiting. You I was waiting to the end of the show to celebrate. Nothing better than waking up nice and early I'm at 4 a.m. E- 4 a.m. Eastern time for Dan Hardy's birthday. There's nothing better. Nothing. A- a- Alex. Hey, Alex. Don't forget about Jared Moore and, of course, the Toilet Bowl Club. That's the big fan club of Morning After, the TBC. They listen to this show while on the bowl. Nice Val is their leader and tells me that J-Rock is sitting on the bowl right now in a house he's renovating, putting a bigger toilet. Until next time, it's time to get my weekend on. This was Mike Babchick's Morning After. Now time to put your head down and start the walk of shame. Talk to you next time. If there is next time.